I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When your manhood bends in a different direction, visit PDURO.com to find a urologist because a bend in your erection might be Peyronie's disease or PD. It's a condition that involves a buildup of scar tissue, also called plaque, but it's treatable. Zyaflex, collagenase Clostridium histolyticum, is the only non surgical FDA approved injection for Peyronie's disease. Zyaflex is a prescription for adult men who have a plaque that can be felt and a curve in their penis greater than 30 degrees at the start of treatment, along with daily penile stretching and straight exercises, Zyflex has been proven to help gradually reduce the bend. Results will vary. Don't receive if the treatment area involves your urethra, the tooth that urine passes through. You're allergic to any collagenase or the ingredients in Zyflex. May cause serious side effects, including penile fracture or other serious injury during an erection, severe allergic reactions, including anaphylaxis, and localized skin and soft tissue death called necrosis due to hematoma, which could require surgery. You may feel sudden back pain reactions after treatment. Seek help right away if you have any signs of injury. Do not have sex or any sexual activity during and for at least four weeks after each treatment cycle, which includes two injections, one to three days apart. Tell your doctor about all your medical conditions. If you have a bleeding condition or take blood thinners, as risk of bleeding or bruising at the treatment site is increased. Ask your doctor about all possible side effects and for product information. Talk to a urologist about Zyaflex. Find a Zyaflex trained urologist at PDURO.com or call 877-942-3539. Introducing the new loaded scratchers from DC Lottery. These scratchers are loaded with cash prizes of 50, 100, 500, 1500, and $5,000, and chances to win up to $250,000. These games are absolutely stuffed, jammed, overflowing. You might even say, loaded? Play the games that are packed with $7.5 million in cash prizes. Get your loaded scratchers today. Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. Explore secrets of the universe with show host Sherry Sage Zimmerman. Navigate between the worlds of both the physical and the spiritual planes of existence. 
Hi, everyone. Welcome to Secrets of the Universe. Uh, today, we're not going to have a special guest. Um, I've got a few people lined up for the next few weeks. Um, but what I want to do today for the show is actually, um, I'm going to talk about three different subjects that in the next four to six weeks, um, I will be having um, some guests on that will be talking much more in depth about these particular subjects. Um, you know, they're, they're all, you know, kind of interesting because they're, they're very different subjects. So these aren't three related subjects. However, um, we're also going to do a tarot reading today. So if there's anybody who's uh, watching this live and would like a little mini reading, um, I would love to uh, see if we can do maybe two or three of them. Um, again, they would be pretty brief, about maybe 15 minutes each. Um, I've been doing tarot, it feels like all my life, uh, 30-something years. Um, I do love the tarot. I think it's an incredible way to, um, it's really, for me, it's about reconnecting with ourselves. Um, you know, we all go to all these different healers and are trying to um, find what it is that works for us, both physically and mentally and spiritually and emotionally, um, that kind of aids us on our day-to-day path or routine of life. And um, we all, because we're all made up so individually and uniquely, we all do have different um, healing techniques or different different types of counseling type um, things that kind of help us with what what it is we're trying to do or what it is we have been um, subjected to um, as children or young adults. So uh, tarot for me uh, was just a very powerful tool um, that I came across when I was in my late 20s. Um, when I was having my first Saturn return, for those of you who know about astrology. Um, so it was, a, it was a critical time period in my life. And so the tarot became a way for me to really, really reconnect with myself and learn through some really good tarot teachers um, how to understand things that otherwise um, might have been a little difficult to to grasp, I, I think people that really turn to things like tarot and astrology and Reiki and the chakras and all the different modalities, crystals, all of it. Um, I just think that we innately, um, we know that there is something in the universe that that is for us that we will really connect with and finding what tool that is. Uh, and again, it doesn't even have to be those types of healing. It could be working out in your yard, in your garden, doing planting flowers, um, taking a um, a little uh, ride in a, in a boat, you know, going fishing. So whatever it is that works for you. Um, but when it comes to me for the really deep, deep questions of the universe and life and um, tarot and astrology has always just been my go-to. So I would like to offer some just short messages and we'll see what comes up and um, um, 
I kind of got into tarot a long time ago when I, when I was between 28 and 30 because of a very deep disconnection at that time with a child. And so it kind of drove me to want to understand the cards so I could actually follow this child um, to know, not that I didn't have contact, I did, but it was more of a um, inner need. I think it's more my maternal protection type thing that kind of drove me. So I was very interested in understanding and learning the tarot as detailed as I could get. So we will do that in the second part of the show. Um, but right now, I really do want to bring up these three different subjects I'm going to talk about. And again, they're not typically related to one another. But over the next few weeks, I, I have special guests coming on that's going to give us a lot more detailed information about them. And the one that I want to start with, and this may be a subject that for some people, um, and to tell you the truth, I was going to say for some people right now, um, because of the COVID and so many people that are ill and that are dying and, and majority of the people, I'm sure, you know, maybe not have wanted to leave the earth um, at this point. Um, even though for those of us that are in this world of understanding, you know, life after death and, and reincarnation or past lives or whatever it is that you may understand as what, what happens after we die. This is a subject that, that is going to talk about something very personal. Um, and I actually feel it's a very private um, subject. And the reason I say that is, uh, unfortunately, I am having to um, look into this even more deeper because it's happening right now in my life. Uh, my mother's been uh, very ill for the last uh, six or eight weeks. Um, it started um, getting really worse uh, the beginning of the year of this year. Um, she had a couple falls and went into the hospital. and. Um, she has um, a bit of Alzheimer's. Um, it's not severe, but she does have that uh, dementia. Um, but my mother was really a very, very fully active woman all her life. She was actually a pioneer and a leader in the world of the adoption world. And I'm not talking adoption where people are adopting babies. I'm talking about the, the reunion side. My mother actually spent her whole lifetime reuniting families that have been torn apart by adoption. So she was in a whole different area of the adoption world, but she became one of the biggest leaders in, in our country about this process that we do with adoption where we're really, and again, this is going to be one of those things that depends on what side you're coming from. Right. Um, but I know she was born like many adoptees and many birth parents and many adoptive parents that came in as souls, right? Uh, this time around in the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, you know, to actually deal with this issue. Um, that's kind of getting into another whole subject. So I'm going to try to back out of that for a minute, but that was my mother's work. She actually had a business and she reunited over 500 families. Uh, my mother went to prison for her work. Uh, she was on 60 Minutes TV show because she was an activist and Leslie Stahl did a show on my mother. 
Um, so her life has been very full. She's written three, four books, um, spoke all around the country. Um, actually, many people in the medical field had to, would go to her speeches, conferences to hear her, to get their, uh, their um, see you, the, um, I'm trying to think of the name of it, the credits that they needed for, for edu- uh, continuing education. So my mother in the last three years approximately has been feeling like she's ready to go. Um, she feels she's done everything she came here to do. She has pretty much exhausted. Uh, my mother became very political, trying to change some of the adoption laws in our country. <clears throat> Most people really don't understand that in our country. Believe it or not, when my mother started in this work back in 1978, uh, she had given up a child for the uh, for adoption in 1954. And um, at that time, there was only about three or four states that were open, that had open records. And now, right now, in 2021, there's only a handful, maybe 13 or 14, that have what's called open records. So that, that was my mother's work. She's been wanting to go. And what's been very difficult is um, in our country, we don't allow people to go. Um, I've hooked up with a couple organizations. Uh, the one I'm going to talk about today is called Final Exit Organization. You can look that up on um, their website. Um, it says Final Exit Organization for the Rights of the Terminally Ill, Physically Ill, Competent Adult. So we're talking about people that still have, you know, most of their mind um, and they're just ready to go. Um, and what I found interesting is a woman I spoke with with this organization sent me a short video, a very short video of a 94-year-old woman who was documented by her daughter by video um, for her last days of her life. She was completely well. She was 94. Um, she did have back surgery. But she said she wanted to go before her life became at a point where she could no longer function, where she might just be laying in a bed and deteriorating and not living any quality of a life. So this is a subject that has been brought up for decades and decades. So this isn't a new subject. And I really debated whether or not to discuss this at this time because of COVID and because there's so many people leaving the earth at this time, at this point in time. Um, and, and last year. But for those of us that feel that we at least intu- intuitively feel that leaving the earth, um, and again, I'm going to say this lightly, so I, I, I apologize if it seems to offend anybody because that's not my, not my objective. Um, there's a lot of us that feel that the soul, um, when it's ready to go, it goes, no matter what the circumstances is. Are, no matter what they are, um, whether it's a car accident, whether it's whatever the death may, what form it may take. Um, and, and I believe, I think with a lot of other people, there's a reason, there's actually a reason. I really truly believe that when we even have this a massive amount of people of souls leaving the earth all at one time or a time period, you know, we've seen that through the, again, decades, um, 
uh, even, even, you know, uh, centuries, right? There's sometimes a massive amount of people that leave the earth. And I think on some level, it, there's, I feel myself, and I know with other people I've spoken with, that there's another reason that they're going on to the other side in order to be able to help the earth and help the people on the earth that are that are here, um, that there is a purpose to it, that there is a reason to it. So I don't want to take this into the context of religion. So I, 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 I personally feel that wherever anybody is and what they understand to be God, you know, that's to me a private thing. But when it comes to when we talk about somebody who's led a full life and they're just ready to go, they have done everything they feel. And again, I'm going to talk on a soul level here because I do believe we all come to the earth with a soul purpose, a soul mission. And when we're done, when we're complete, you know, we go. And sometimes that's hard to understand that when a child leaves at seven years old, you know, we kind of question, well, you know, that doesn't seem fair. And, uh, you know, what purpose would that, that have been, you know, when they still had a lot of their life left. So there's a lot of questions, but for this particular subject, it's really about people who've lived a whole life and being in the medical field for well over 25 years now, just about, I started out in the hospital work back when I was about 30, 31 years old. And I think what was really hard for me was seeing um, different people that they were not having a quality of life anymore. And it, they were going down, you know, all the time. They, their life was just getting worse. That was very difficult. So I'm going to I'm going to stop at that point because there's so much to get into with that subject. And, and in a few weeks, I'm going to have somebody from one of the organizations that's going to come on and we're going to get talking more about that. Uh, I think it's a very important subject. Um, it's just one of those things that, believe it or not, at 60 years old, I'm already thinking about that. I'm, I'm already like, OK, you know, I know how far I want to go. Uh, God willing. Right. Um, I, I know that what's been happening with my mother and a lot of other people. Um, it's almost a crime. It's, it's actually almost a crime um, that we keep trying to prolong their life, though they're not wanting it to be. Um, so we'll get into that subject down the road. And then there's a couple more subjects here I'm going to talk about briefly. This is a whole different topic. So I hope you bear with me. Uh, the next one is some something about actually a medical procedure that I'm very interested in. I think it's one of one of a, um, an actual procedure I don't think is talked about enough and it can and really help a lot of a lot of people. Now, majority of the time, I am a believer in natural healing. I am a believer in um, really trying to get more to a root of a problem when it comes to pain. Um, even when I was a child, even in my teenage and even 20s, I rarely ever took any um, aspirins or, you know, Tylenol or when I had a, when I would get a headache, um, which wasn't often, but I just never, I never got in. I didn't like doing that. I, I don't know what it was, but there was something about, you know, it was, it seemed too easy just to take a pill. Um, and I, I think I learned something very young. My mother 
my mother used to have really severe migraine headaches. And I remember as a child, probably about eight or nine years old, I remember one day being in our, we had a big house, grew up in a big house and I was downstairs. And I remember hearing this very loud sound and it was a banging, like a banging noise. And I remember going upstairs and I saw my mother laying in the bed and she was banging her head against her backboard. She had a very severe migraine headache and she would get them quite often. And her banging her head was the only way to break the pain of the migraine. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. And I remember walking over to her by the side of the bed. And I remember just putting my little hands at her temples and rubbing her temples intuitively, right? Guided. I know I was guided. We're all guided. And within literally like 10 minutes, maybe 15 at the most, she was asleep. Um, it was really an amazing thing to me because I was like, you know, wow, you know, it was, I think, just that relieving of the stress. So I'm a little bit more into the natural healing. However, um, being ill on and off throughout my life, and there was different reasons for that, which is my next subject I'll get into a little bit of. But I realized, you know, I've never been against, I'm not somebody who's against meaning the traditional medicines. I've always believed that you need both. You need the traditional and more the metaphysical. I think they go hand in hand. So with that said, this procedure that I don't think it's talked about enough. And if you're somebody who's got problems with shoulder um, movement, rotation, or if you've got a lower back problems or any knee problems, um, these are all different areas, the neck. It's called PRP. And what that stands for, if you have not heard of that, it's called PRP injections. So that stands for platelet-rich plasma. Now, what this is, which is shocking to me that, you know, I definitely wish I knew about it. 15, 20 years ago, it's really just been the last three to four years that I've come across it. What this is, instead of people getting cortisone shots, which from what I learned over the years, it really wasn't a good thing to get cortisone over and over and over again. It, it, it wasn't really supposed to be very healthy and it would actually, you kind of would need more and more. This, this PRP this platelet-rich plasma is what they do is they actually take your own blood out of your body and they spin it in a machine and they re-inject it. They separate the red and white cells and they re-inject it back into your body. And what it does is your own blood actually activates the healing of your own body's wound. So it's really, really fascinating, and it's getting really big. I mean, it's really been around, believe it or not, it's been around about 10 years at least. Um, I'm sure other people in other fields of work way up probably already knew about this stuff, like always, you know, 20 years ago or more. But for those of us who are down here, we don't get this information until a lot later, um, sad to say. So this procedure is really, really incredible. So you can find this online, just put in PRP, or you can put in platelet-rich plasma, and you can read all about it. They have videos that show you how it works. Um, they are basically injections of your own blood into whatever that area is where there's, like, I have a problem with my knee that got um, um, 
I, I've got a break in my meniscus, my, I don't even know how to say it, my kneecap because I was in a car accident. So they're, they're going to be using that to heal my, that area of my knee. But what some people don't know is it, it's, it's such a more natural way to heal the body and you have no side effects. There's no side effects because you're using your own blood, which is really incredible. I mean, I just love the idea that, you're not taking, you know, these pills or you're not, you know, cortisone is great, but it's got, it doesn't have really um, complete good side effects. This is side effect free because it's your own blood. And what it does is it's healing. It will always accept your own blood and it actually stimulates your own healing. So an area that I'm now really getting into because I have issues with this is I've always had um, not very good um, gums or teeth. Um, and there's a long story to that. Um, part of that down the road, way down the road, we'll be getting into it. Um, there were some severe issues I had early childhood. Most of my audience knows that I was sexually abused as a child at five years old. Uh, and then again, uh, between eight and uh, seven, eight, nine, around then, uh, outside the home, not not in my home. Um, when I was five years old, it was a, a stranger around the block. Um, and it was something with my mouth, of course. So it, it affected me in the way of I wasn't able to really take care of my teeth very well. Um, and that's another whole story. But what I'm getting to is they're now using these PRP injections, believe it or not, to actually help the gums to regenerate. I mean, it's really, really fascinating stuff. Um, it just, it literally, again, it, it, because of it being your own blood, it, it's self-healing. It actually kind of starts that healing process. And it happens almost right away um, once the injection happens. Um, you actually, the doctor will see improvements between like two to four weeks after is when you really start seeing the changes. Um, most insurances do not cover this, of course, uh, sad to say, um, but it's not super costly. And the place that I'm going to was charging, I think, $525, and they've just uh, dropped it for a discount for like $400, $420. It's still a lot of money to me, but uh, it's well worth it to me. I'd much rather do something like that even if I have to save my money to, to do this um, because I'd rather do something that makes more sense to me that if my own blood has that ability to heal my body, I, I want to use that. Um, again, it's an amazing thing. So if you don't know much about it, um, look into it. It's really great. And I, I see some people on this side here. I see you, Ruth um, and, and Moxie Life. So I want to thank you for joining us uh, today. Um, there's one more subject I'm going to talk about. And again, I'm, I'm hoping down the road in the next uh, two to four, six weeks, I'm going to have a doctor come on to give more information about the PRP injections. So you'll have that to look forward to if, if you're here every week. Um, I will be going uh, April 8th to the 15th, so I won't have a show that week. Um, I'm, I'm going to go see my mother in Florida. Um, but the other weeks, um, I'm lining up these, these people to come talk about these particular topics that I'm talking to you right now. Um, the last one is, um, 
a topic that I have talked about actually quite a bit when I first got on the radio in Florida. And again, I want to thank my managers there in Florida, Joe and RJ and Jill. It's the gang there that I started with WKDW um, in um, uh, in an area of our town. And um, just a great, great bunch of people and really, really helpful. And um, I'm, again, so honored, Joe. Joe, let me start being on the radio. And um, I, I'm very happy that I'm able to do this. Um, so a lot of my audience there, when I was on just the radio for a couple of years before I started this online show, um, a lot of them heard my stories about, you know, being in and out of the mental hospitals and being, um, you know, literally living most of my life in and out of the hospital. Um, so the subject that I'm going to be getting into, and this will be going ongoing because it's really an area of work that I'm really drawn to because of my experiences of being in and out of the hospital for 30 years and, and seeing what's taking place in, in, in these mental facilities that, you know, I hate to say it. And, and again, I'm not, I'm not going to put a blanket statement. I mean, some of the places are really great. Some, there's very few. I should say some people in these places are really good. Um, a lot of them should not be in these places. But so what I want to get into with this subject is more of how do you really know uh, when somebody's actually mentally ill or has really an issue with mental illness, as we've seen just what happened the other day with all those shootings of 10 people, you know, it's just, it's just makes you really question these things. Um, and how do we know when it may not be mental illness, but there's other things going on. And with my own personal experience being diagnosed as almost everything in the book, right? The DSM book, I've been diagnosed schizophrenia, I've been diagnosed bipolar, I've been diagnosed. Uh, it's, it's unbelievable. The, um, I guess, you know, you, you just do what you, I guess doctors, for some doctors, they just do what they think it is, right? And then, of course, you know, sometimes you have to wait years to kind of figure it all out. In my case, um, it, it, a lot more of it had to do with a spiritual nature, meaning I was more prone for those who do believe in this or understand this. I had more what we would call um, attacks by um, darker energies. Um, uh, some, some people really don't want to get into the subject as well, but I need to talk about it. I like talking about it. I think it's important to talk about it. Um, meaning like demonic type of, um, you know, uh, experiences. Um, I know a lot of people will not ever understand that they will not understand how something can literally take you over. And I'm talking about your mind and your body literally take you over and you have no control and it's crazy because i would never believe that in a million years but it happened to me i was 19 years old when i had my first breakdown or we called it a breakdown but what it really was is i was being attacked um i did not learn of this information until 2016 2016 um my first breakdown was in 1980 and back then, uh, we were still in the dark ages to, to a certain degree when it came to mental illness and mental hospitals. And oh, my God. Um, 
for those who have an open mind, for those who know um, we see the world opening up to paranormal experiences now, like people are talking about it all over the place. Bet MGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with Bet MGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to betmgm.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 when you bet $10 on an MLB game and either team hits a home run. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. We have shows on TV, you know, Paranormal 911 and uh, Paranormal Survivor, all these shows on TV, right? So we all know there's something going on. Uh, My biggest educational show has been what's called The Dead Files. Uh, If you're not familiar with that show, it's only really for people that are able to um, really have a a willingness to want to understand something that they may not really understand. It's to me, one of the best shows of education with uh, the dead files is a, is a real show of real people's lives and a psychic medium, uh, Debbie Allen and um, Steve, who is a retired New York uh, homicide detective. So if you're interested in that, that'll be a subject coming up as well, because it is sometimes hard to tell when somebody's actually got a mental illness or when there is something else going on. And unfortunately right now we lump it all under mental illness. Okay. So um, there there are a few of the things that we're going to be getting into as time goes on. They're just some of the subjects that I feel strong about. Um, So I'm going to uh, it's four 30. So I think what we'll do is take a a minute here and, um, for anyone that may want, um, you know, a short message, um, I do do the tarot and the oracle cards, but I am doing tarot today. So I would like to just offer anyone that's interested in a short message, if you would like one. Um, uh, I know we also have a thing for donations. Anybody that wants to do donations for super chats or super stickers, um, that would be wonderful. Uh, either way, it's okay. Um, we're, we're still going to do a reading or two. So um, I'm going to wait a minute and see if there's anybody that would like to do a short message. Um, we have a few people on. I don't know. I see Ruth. I don't know if you're still with us, Ruth, or we have uh Another one, Moxie Life, I think it is. So I, I'm not sure if any one of you wants a reading. Oh, Carol. Okay, Carol just popped in. Carol, would you want would you like a short message and see what's see what's uh coming up? Oh, okay. We'll start with Ruth. I see Ruth has popped in pretty quick. Okay, Ruth, let's see what's going on. Um 
I just take the regular traditional Rider Waite deck. It's what I started out with when I started learning. Um, I love the whole world of tarot. So, and I love artwork. So anybody that's into tarot must love artwork because the art on, on cards is amazing. But this is more of the traditional. So it's it's really not a fancy type of a deck. But I know it so well that I keep using it. Um, so I'm going to go ahead, uh, Carol. Oh, Carol's asking, do you ever teach classes in North Carolina? Actually, uh, Carol, I, I do, but I, I, I just started a tarot. I, I do tarot 101 and tarot 102, and I just started a couple girls about three weeks ago. So we're like almost not quite done, but we're going to be done in a few more weeks. Um, we, we just have a lot of fun. It's, it's really, when I teach, I, I really teach pretty deeply. I mean, it's pretty, you know, but we, we have a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, if it's something you may be interested, you can always contact me at, uh, uh my website is imaginepeacenow.com. Um, I don't charge very much. Uh, the reason I'm not charging a lot is twofold. One, I'm actually moving out of eventually teaching classes. I won't be really teaching anymore. I've created a board game uh, for the yoga industry. And it's going to hopefully be taking off the end of the summer. So I will be moving into a whole nother area of, of creativity. So that's one of the reasons I'm not going to be doing, I will still be doing some readings, but I won't be teaching anymore. I've been teaching for about 15 years, maybe a little bit longer. Um, so that's one of the, the biggest reasons why I'm moving out of it. Um, but I do love it. I do love uh, And the other the other reason is I just um, I, I have other all my students that are coming through my courses. I've actually put them on my website and they are going to be doing readings. So anybody that wants a really, you know, um, a, a reading that, you know, will actually, you know, they've all been through my classes. They're really, I feel they're really good. Um, I didn't want to charge a lot for my classes because of also, I feel like the world right now, I think there's so many people that are going to literally be opening up to this kind of work. And I felt that we could use as many readers as possible. So that's the other reason I'm not charging a lot for my classes. Okay, so Ruth, let's start with you. After I do all that talking, I'm going to just, again, take a minute. All right, so how I work is I'm going to split this pile into three piles, Ruth. If you want to just put in, if you want a left, a right, or a middle pile, and I'll go ahead and start with that. We'll wait for Ruth to pop in here. Left. Okay, we're going to go with the left. This is how I do my regular tarot readings. Um, I usually do the double Celtic cross, but I'm just going to do a mini cross today. Um, you know, Ruth, um, the very first card down is the Queen of Cups, and she's right side up. So I know right off the bat it's representing you. Um, the reason I say that is not just I don't even know you real well, as, as Ruth and I are kind of new friends to each other, so I don't know her well. We don't speak all the time. So I don't, I don't know her a lot of her in her life. However, the first card down when you're doing tarot, 
your very first card down is talking about what is on the person's mind the most as we're speaking, like what they're thinking a lot about. However, the first card down can also represent your client, the person you're reading for. When it comes up as a people card, I call them people cards. They're really called court cards, okay? So they're the kings, the queens, the pages, the knights. So I'm looking at a queen of cups, Ruth. So I see it representing you. So it's just telling us the kind of personality that you may have, that you, the kind of uh, energy that you hold. So the queen of cups, when she's right side up, and she is, she's not reversed. She's very intuitive. She's very generous. She's very soft and gentle. The cups people are very, they're more quiet people and they're more reflective. Um, but they're also, they're just very open and they're very loving as long as they're right side up. Okay. Because when we're upside down, when the people cards are upside down, there's a difficulty going on. There's some issue happening. Okay. We're not feeling well or we're not being our true selves. So when they're right side up, I know the person's basically happy, healthy, and they are who they are. Okay. So I see you. Um, I, and also the, the cups people are very psychic. They're very, they're, they're the empaths. Okay. So they're the ones that absorb everything. Okay. Um, I just see you right now looking to the future. And I want to talk about, um, let me get into the next card here. Um, actually, the, the card that's coming up next to you is the sun card. So the sun card talks about something happening right now for you both within your mind and also in your reality. Um, the sun card talks about someone who's experiencing being in the present moment. It's somebody who's finding great joy. Um, I don't use the word happy all the time, even though it does denote happiness. It just, I don't feel like it's enough. The sun card for me is, is deep joy. It's being in the moment. Um, it's, it's really, really feeling that, um, that deep joy. So there's something that must be happening for you right now that you're feeling very, very, um, elated or feeling like you're able to really enjoy life and be in the moment. Um, I don't know if there's also a, a young child around you, meaning a baby, like, uh, if you've had a new grandchild or something, I'll have to keep putting out my cards and see if there was another, uh, a birth or something. Sometimes the sun can talk about a birth, whether it be a physical birth or be a creativity. Okay. Um, your current situation is the two of swords and the page of pentacles. So I am seeing in your current situation, there is something you keep going back and forth, back and forth. The two of swords is a card of indecision. I think we got a little bit of a reflection there. So this is a card about somebody who's, just undecided. They're just going back and forth. Okay. So my, my question as a reader, when I was learning, what I would do is say, well, what is she undecided about? What is she, you know, going back and forth about? So the card that's next to the card is this one. And this one's going to give us the more detail. So this is the page of Pentacles. So this card has a couple meanings. There's something she's undecided about when it comes to the page of Pentacles can talk about following your soul's path of uh, following your intuition. Okay. So for whatever reason, even though I see you in a really good way, Ruth, meaning 
Oh, okay. Ruth is saying there was a baby that was born uh, December 29th. Okay, there we go. There's the baby. Um, but there's some indecision right now happening for you. Of, and it's kind of funny. And this is what we all, us spiritual people, kind of do do every now and then. We're like, wait a minute, you know, am I or am I not following my path? Am I or am I not, you know, listening to that inner voice of where to go in life and what to be doing? So that's not uncommon. I don't think it's uncommon. I think we all go through many years of trying so many different things in, in our life and in the world about trying to really stay connected to that part of us of why we came to earth. And, and hopefully, you know, we are in tune to it so that we are living a life that's bringing you, you know, a very deep connection to um yourself and to others basically and, and to the environment and to the world um so there's something for you right now Ruth that you keep going back and forth about having to do with that issue about am I on my path or am I not I can tell you as a reader doing this for so many years as long as this card's right side up in your reading this page of pentacles which it is it's telling me that you are, you are listening to that little voice. You are following that path that your soul um, is, is connected to, okay? Because we all come to the earth with a particular mission or soul plan. So I would have to say you don't have to really be so concerned about that, you know, am I, am I not, you know, that kind of back and forth thing because you are. Okay, sometimes it is hard for us to see whether or not we're following our path, right? We've got so many things bombarding us um, all the time, you know? Um, it's just part of the human experience, part of this world and this this earth that we, that we come down to, uh, you know, try to assist um, for soul growth. It's, it's all for soul growth. Uh, in my eyes, it's all for elevating consciousness and trying to understand, you know, why do we still have hate in the world and why are we still, you know, choosing on some level to um, create trauma um, for each other. So with that said, I do want to speak real quick again, and we're probably not going to get through all your reading because I do get detailed <laughs> into my readings. There is another meaning. So the story I'm going to tell you right now, Ruth, for your current situation is both of these stories. The first one is this first card, the indecision card, going back and forth about whether or not you're following your path. You are, because this one's right side up. If it was upside down, I would say, I, I don't think you are. But when it's right side up, you are. Okay, so you don't have to kind of go back and forth. The other meaning also of this page of Pentacles, okay, the two of swords is always going to be about going back and forth. But the Page of Pentacles has another meaning as well. And this actually talks about a child. So you may be connected to a child around you that would be under the age of 12. This is a child. Now, this would not be the baby, okay, like we saw in the Sun card. This would be an actual child under the age of 12, no younger than usually about two or three. I usually go three. Um, this child I see is doing well. This, um, I don't know if it's a boy or girl, but I do know this child is very self-sufficient. They really enjoy doing things. They're very independent. Um, they really like to take, you know, take the lead. They want to do things themselves, okay? And this child is right side up. So I know this child is doing well. 
I know this child, um, um, they're usually a little bit more quiet children. Uh, they're usually more earthy. Um, they like more of nature. Um, they're also, believe it or not, these children usually tend up to usually turn out to be our business children. As they get older, they actually usually like to have little businesses. Okay. Um, okay. So I am going to, what I just want to say about that child is that child may be going back and forth about something right now as well. So you might want to check in with this child about if there's something that they're undecided about. I don't see this uh, affecting them. Okay, because they're right side up. So I don't see this being an issue, but there is something that they're going back and forth about. All right. Um, we're going to go on to one more card. And and then I think we'll try to go ahead and see if Carol will give Carol short reading. And again, we're really just doing a very mini reading here. Okay, so I'm going to get into now, Ruth, your next three months. So this is what's coming up down the road, right? So you have the... Five of Cups, and you've got the Hermit card, all right? So these two cards talk about uh, the Hermit is got a couple different meanings, and it's over the next three months this is happening. So the Hermit, the hermit talks about, usually it will talk about somebody who is a teacher or a, a guide, somebody who um, kind of uh, lights the way for other people, okay? But the, the hermit is somebody who's got life experiences. This is not somebody who's just book knowledge. This is, you know, going through the school of hard knocks, okay? They've lived their experiences, and they've got knowledge and wisdom. It's really a card about wisdom when it's right side up. Now, they may spend a lot of time alone. Sometimes hermit people, you know, don't need to be around a lot of people. But there's nothing wrong with that as long as they're right side up and not upside down. Um. But I see something over the next three months that a couple things, if the Hermit is representing you, Ruth, which I feel it is, and, and keep in mind, it can also be as well somebody that you follow as a mentor or a, a guide, a guide, a guidance person for you, your teacher, but it can also represent you as a teacher. There's something coming up over the next three months that's showing some kind of grieving this five of cups talks about a feeling of loss. So it's a card of loss, a card of grieving, a card of um, sorrow. Okay. Um, but what's nice about these cards is they have very uh, great symbols in here. You see two cups here standing up and you see three cups lying down. So the card talks about not everything is for loss. Okay. But there's a feeling like there's a complete loss. Now, what's interesting about these two cards is I almost see that you in some way showing up as the hermit is actually going to somehow utilize whatever this sadness, this sorrow, this loss, whatever this is. I almost feel like this is something you are going to um, bring forward, um, be some kind of a guide about or be some kind of a teacher. Uh, meaning whatever this is that's coming up for you. And I do feel like this is happening for you, okay, because it's next to the Hermit card. So I feel like this is happening for you, meaning it's you that's that's going to be experiencing some kind of loss or sadness that's going on. 
but it's not affecting you. I almost feel like you're one of those people that takes the experience and brings it into some kind of useful information to help others or to bring light to something. Okay. So I hope that makes sense. Um, and there's so much more, you know, in card readings and we only got through the first, well, first three cards, but I read a double Celtic cross. So we, we got through through six cards, but normally I have 22 cards. So it can be a very long reading, like an hour and a half. I don't do hour readings. I always do hour and a half. So I hope that helps you. I know it wasn't a whole lot, Ruth, but um, that kind of gives you a little bit of something to um, know about what's happening and what's coming up. Um, let me go ahead and get with Carol. And we've only got about, actually, we've only got about five minutes. So I'm probably just going to talk about a couple of the cards, Carol. Um, I'm going to shuffle real quick. And anytime you want to say left, right, or middle, you can go ahead and do that because uh, I'm going to get started so we can at least get through a couple of cards. Oh, good, Rose. I'm glad that helped. Um, there's there's so much in card readings. It's it's amazing what card readings can bring out in, in about somebody's life and what where they're heading and what they're doing. And I'm always a believer that you don't need a card reading. Nobody needs a card reading. Um, what happens is most of us tend to get so busy in life that we lose touch with our own intuition or our own reality. So all of us out there that are doing readings and astrology and healings, you know, we're just trying to help you help you get back to yourself, basically, um, because everybody really does, you know, have that ability uh, to have the answers for whatever they need. Okay, Carol, you said middle. I'm going to go ahead and break these into three. All right, let's get started before time goes very quickly. Oh, okay, your first card down, Carol. You've got the Wheel of Fortune. So the Wheel of Fortune, and it's right side up. Again, cards mean every single thing that comes out in a card reading is, is so amazingly important. How it comes out, right side up or upside down. And where it comes up in the reading, it's really fascinating. Uh, that's another whole subject. Um, so Wheel of Fortune, again, the first card down talks about what's on your mind the most as we're speaking. So the Wheel of Fortune actually is telling me that there's some situation happening for you right now that has to do with um, a new chapter in your life or a new cycle happening in your life, meaning there's changes happening. The Wheel of Fortune talks about the human life experience, how we go in cycles of life. You know how people say, oh, my 20s were great, but my 30s were horrible. It's those time changes of those cycles. So when we see the Wheel of Fortune right side up in a reading, it's usually telling us that your, your life is moving in another direction, going back up, meaning opportunities are coming your way, things are happening. And it's actually allowing you to move into another phase of life okay so um you might find things changing meaning that you've got some things happening that's actually moving you in another direction and it's usually when the wheel of fortune's there it's it's i i know my teacher told me a long time ago when i when i came up in my reading that it's always like the universe sets everything up for you puts everything in your path so you can move into another direction but it's only a window of time. So it allows you to move into another 
type of living experience, almost like leveling up because it's bringing you opportunities and bringing you things your way. Now, real quick, because we only have another minute or two, the card next to it is going to give us a little bit more information about that. The card you have is the Hierophant card. That's this one. This card is, and it's reversed. It is upside down. So the Hierophant card actually talks about a couple different things. It talks about marriage. So if you are still married, usually when it's upside down, it would mean probably some kind of change in the marriage. So there may be either uh, an actual real change in a marriage or an ending. There would be something going on in that area. Okay. Because that is one of the meanings of that card is the marriage card. It's also a card about one's belief system, one's idea of God or the universe or however you perceive it. So when it's upside down, I almost feel again, there may be something at this point in your life at this time period. In, in our story, we're out of history, we're out of her story, we're into our story now. There's something that may be changing for you also in that area of what you believe that's moving you in another whole direction. It doesn't mean that people are leaving behind all the time other things they believe, but they may be adding to it or, or really seeing something different, okay? So... Oh, okay. So Carol's saying you're not married at this time. Okay. Well, you know, it's interesting when that card, when the marriage card's upside down, it can actually indicate somebody not married. Um, but I'll have to say with that wheel of fortune there, I would, I would feel that you're probably going to have some changes in the area of, um, maybe you're thinking that that might be something you may still want to do. Uh, um, unless you're at a point in your life where you feel like, no, you're not going to go down that road. When the wheel of fortune is there, it is literally opening up that doorway. So kind of keep that in mind. Um, I want to get to the next two cards before we close up here, because we've only got literally a couple minutes. Um, the current situation. So what you have for the current situation is you have the six of swords upside down, and then you have the three of wands upside down. So what that means in a nutshell is the Six of Swords talks about when it's upside down, and we're talking about your current situation right now, you're still not yet where you would like to be when it comes to being removed from the, the drama, okay? This card, the Six of Swords, when it's right set up, it means moving to more peaceful times, more quiet, okay? Not all the rough waters you see on this one side. When it's upside down, it means you're still in it. Okay. So, and the, the other thing that I see something going on with that, not only do you still feel like you're in the middle of that turmoil or chaos, but I almost feel like either you're not feeling like you're able to see down the road. That would be the three of wands when it's upside down, not being able to see down the road. Like, where am I heading? Where am I going? Okay. So I'm not sure if that makes sense to you as well. Um, or you may not feel like at all that you are feeling like you can really make any idea of where you're going to. Okay. Um, I think it's a matter of, of, for me, when I see something like this, it's a matter of really getting really, um sure about what it is you really think 
you want to do at this point in your life. When I see the three of wands upside down, it's it's really about um, what's my real target of what I want to move towards. When you can fi find what that is, you can literally start moving towards it. So if you don't feel like you are able to look down the road or you don't know where you're heading or you're not feeling, you know, or maybe you have gotten to a certain place, but there's still this turmoil and chaos, okay? There's something there that I think you need to step back and kind of take a look at and try to, um, you know, try to feel what it is that you're really trying to do at this point in your life. Because I don't know about you, but most of us really don't like to be in turmoil and drama. I know it seems like I think the world seems to crave drama sometimes. Um, I pretty much had my share. <laughs> so um, I think it's a matter of you kind of really tuned in to what it is and then move towards it. Okay. Um, I'm sorry we're out of time. There's so much more and I could go on for, again, an hour and a half doing readings. But I'm, I'm right. I want to say I thank you for being on the show um, with me watching this and uh, I hope anything that I share with you might help you with whatever you're trying to do in your life right now. Um, we've got so many changes happening, but things, you know, still are, there's a lot of things that are still very consistent. And, you know, I think we just need to keep holding on to those things that we, that are consistent, that, you know, don't ever change, you know, that they don't change. There's certain things in the world that really don't change. So if you can hang on to that, I think we all, can keep moving through this time period of change. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to get off now because I'm running a little bit late and I thank you for being here again and we'll see you again next week. And as always follow the path. So divine for you, designed for you. Take care. Become a Goldilocks Productions VIP patron. Receive exclusive access to live stream special and other epic perks. Join the Goldilocks Productions VIP community today. Welcome to Total Wine and More. I want something fun in the sun. You'll love this sparkling wine. Wow, great price. Find what you love, love what you find. At Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.